0: Welcome, cool. glad to have you with us, glad to be with you. Seven minutes after the hour, Larry Wayland is in from Modern Arms.
1: Over at the Brown Station location.
0: And he has, and by the way, they're highlighted, you can see them at, uh, at the uh, Facebook page, Gary on Guns. Uh, several really, uh, I would say impactive in-
1: firearms. Impactive. Impactive, yeah.
0: yeah I, would, I would think a three fifty seven Magnum is impactive.
1: I just call them cool yeah and yeah. this is really nice man stainless steel yeah uh, the uh the i have the uh the new colt king cobra uh four inch in 357 and and colt did such a fine job on this revolver the it's a it's a high polish uh stainless steel um it is it is absolutely gorgeous uh six shot revolver double action beautiful wood grips um, with a with a contour that I've not felt in a, in a wood grip, it's got a little palm swell to it. It really fits my hand well, Gary. I don't I don't know if it'd fit a great big hand like yours. Hey, but, let's uh, not be smart ass. Uh, <laughs> <no. Just a, laughs> adjustable fire adjustable here, sights, fiber optic uh, front sight. Um, this is this is. This is true Colt quality here. It's absolutely beautiful. The um, sights are really neat. Yeah, um, they've they've done a great job with this one, and uh, you know Colt has been purchased now by CZ, so um, this would be one of the um, produced before that. So a a pre CZ Colt, um, and it's the uh, the Colt King Cobra in 357 Magnum, absolutely. Beautiful gun. Um, Do you think these could become collectors' items? I think they could. Yeah, that that could happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean that it isn't something that you could take out and, and use and and uh, and shoot.
1: Well, that's one of the beautiful things about firearms: is you're you're not going to wear it out. You're you know you're you're going to see appreciation over time even if you use it if you you know if you buy it just as a collectible put it in the box and store it forever um yeah it's it's going to appreciate but if you even if you use the gun it's still going to go up in value um over time so God, that is it's, a, that it's one really of the very is. few consumer goods you can buy and use as intended and still see long-term appreciation in your your xbox is not going to do that
0: that is just a beautiful firearm. Yeah. Uh and and you got three fifty seven ammo for that?
1: Um, we do. I've got a couple boxes that we can sell with purchase of the gun. I don't have that ammunition available on the shelf uh separate from purchasing a firearm from me. But if I you need, you know, five or six boxes, we can sell you five or six guns.
0: I can't wait until we don't ask that question. I
1: know. Anymore. It's it's just maddening that that um you know that the shortage continues, but it is uh it's it's affecting every every segment you know the 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 covid related uh um disruptions in the supply chain and unprecedented buying demand it's it's certainly affected the firearms industry
0: now this next firearm is really really cool
1: i mean this well is it, it's it's different it, it's revolutionary the it the, is that. the Chiapa rhino revolver this is Another six-shot, uh, six three fifty seven double double-action uh, revolver. Um, but the Chiapa Rhino is it, it's one of the coolest innovations to come, come along uh, in, in 100 years on revolvers. Uh, now, you I know,
0: haven't fired one of these, but I'm betting that it... It,
1: it, it truly is different. So, instead of... Uh, what makes this gun different is the, the projectile is fired out of the bottom cylinder, so the barrel is right in front of the palm of your hand. The barrel's been lowered by the, the thickness of the, the height of the cylinder. So unlike the Colt that we were just looking at where the, the bullet fires at the, the top, the 12 o'clock position of the of that cylinder, this one fires out of the 6 o'clock position. So the bullet is, is being ignited much lower in the gun, which reduces the, the bore axis and reduces the muzzle flip and the perceived recoil. It is... It, it it feels completely different shooting uh, 357 out of um, the Chiapa Rhino. This is the 50DS. Again, stainless steel, this is a matte stainless with uh, the double action fiber optic sights, adjustable, and just absolutely a joy to shoot. Uh, obviously with 357, you can shoot the 38 special ammunition through it for a lower recoil experience or a, a less expensive uh, ammunition experience. And it's very versatile. You know, I, I know quite a few customers that actually whitetail hunt with 357. It is a very effective caliber for, for taking Missouri whitetail. It, it's a very good defensive tool and it's a lot of fun at the range. And this Chiapa Rhino, it's, it's a neat design. Um, Even the grip
0: looks, the grip angle looks.
1: It is different. Yeah, it, it is. It is truly different. They have they have completely you know taken a blank piece of paper and rebuilt, redesigned the revolver um, from the ground up. You know, and and it's it's changes that we haven't seen for you know in excess of a hundred years in, in revolvers. Uh, I
0: would think that shooting that, uh, it would come back straight to your wrist instead yeah. of flipping up. I I really want to try that.
1: That well, I know trick. a way we could facilitate that, Gary. You could swing by the store after after we get open here at 10, 10 no, minutes after and 10. And you'll let me have this And the I, w- thing? I would sell this to you, so you'll, absolutely, you'll, you'll, no, provided no, you could pass the required background I, check.
0: I, I, didn't, I didn't say I wanted to buy it. I said yeah. I wanted to shoot it.
1: Yeah, you can buy it and shoot it. That's fine.
0: <laughs> you, it would, no, I've known you now for 10 years. You- <laughs> You know, come to think of it, I've known you for 10 years, too, and I know that ain't getting out of the store with me uh, unless I pay for it. Oh, you cheap so-and-so. Yes, sir. Yes, but you give your customers a deal, just me. Oh, well, yeah. The Gary Nolan bump. All right.
1: Plus 20%.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Radio money.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, tell me about this 9mm that you've got. Okay, Uh,
1: so I also brought in the Canik. Um, this is a great product line. Uh, Century Arms International started bringing these in a number of years ago. The Canic TP9 Elite SC. So this is the compact version. Um, it is a believe it's a 12-round standard capacity. Um, and then the 15-round magazine with the extended grip. And it's got a standard light rail. We've got uh, night sights on it. This one is also optics ready. So it has the removable plate right in front of the rear sight. So you could add a micro red dot onto it. These come very well appointed, uh, it includes a holster, the two magazines, additional back straps, and all the required mounting plates to be able to put your optic of choice on there. Lifetime warranty from Century Arms. Uh, the Canics have really exploded in the American market and there are so many options available to the customer if, if if somebody wants to change the trigger or change the the slide release or change the magazine release there's all kinds of aftermarket parts available probably you know it, it is very easy to accessorize and customize these guns um, and it's a value I've got this priced at uh, 455 um that's a very clean used guns um we do sell both new and used and at modern arms we always have the uh we stand behind them because you can't stand in front of them um there is a no fault warranty on any of our used guns if it does not operate correctly as designed we will buy it back at the price you paid or pay to get it fixed so there's no risk buying a used gun from us at modern arms
0: and that is uh that is a great size for concealed carry.
1: It is. Um and it you know, it can use the full family of, of Canic larger mags. They make up to a standard uh, twenty round capacity magazine for those. A lot of guys are shooting the Canics in uh, in competition. It's it's really uh taking the American American market by storm. It's a great gun. Striker driven, ever trigger pulls always exactly the same. Uh passive internal firing pin safeties, uh just like all your modern striker driven guns have. Um, it it's a winner. Yes. It's a nice.
0: That's it's just nice. Not not heavy. Uh, it's a comfortable size. Great for concealed carry. Uh, nine millimeter round. Uh, the the improvements in nine millimeter make it a very good uh, firearm for for you know protecting yourself, stopping the bad guy, uh, and uh, a great gun to go out uh, target practicing with. Yes. We're not done.
1: No, no. There's no, no. There's, there's more. Wait, there's wait. There's more. But there's of more. course,
0: we have to wait. Because Brian oh, he said okay. the button pusher, you Dang know. It. Commercials. Yeah, but that's we're going to come back, talk about an M&P that looks pretty neat, too. Coming up, Garand Guns, Hot Talk, 93.90. It is 22 minutes after the hour. Larry Wayland is on board from Modern Arms. At he's the got Brown one Station more. Yeah, you, you,
1: sorry, the, on you, Brown, Brown Station I? location. Yeah, I'm sorry, I stepped on you, didn't I? Brown Station location. The Brown Modern Station. Arms. Loca- Brown, Modern Arms. Brown yeah, Station that's, location.
0: That's where it's at. Brown Station location. Yeah. Modern Arms. Yeah. Uh, So far uh, So far we've talked about the Colt King Cobra uh, Which is uh, A really terrific firearm This Chiapa Rhino, I can't wait to try that out That is just super Uh, The Canik 9mm And uh, we've still got one more We're going to get to it in a minute But first I want to grab a phone call or two here We'll kick it off with Alec Welcome, how are you this morning?
2: I'm pretty good I just wanted to tell a small story Um about 25 years ago, I was doing locksmithing in California, and a buddy of mine traded me an old GP ha- uh, Sauer Haas 9mm, or well, a 357 revolver, single action. And I, it actually came with a 9mm parabellum cylinder on it.
1: Oh, cool, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I thought that was great. But it took me almost 30 years to find the cylinder that actually chambered 357.
1: And you located you located one?
2: Yeah, I did. I found it on eBay, and it was like forty five dollars.
1: Oh, cool! How's so, it shooting? Mean, that thing, shoot,
2: it, it shoots like a dream at twenty five yards. It'll put every round through oh maybe a silver dollar.
1: I'm going to keep it, you it, away from my silver collection. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it happens beautifully. The, there's the the recoil is really easy to to, to ride through. I mean, it it is just the sweetest gun I've ever fired.
1: I love a single action revolver. They're a lot of fun and the triggers are fantastic.
2: It's a beautiful piece. And I mean, when I got it, I saw the nine millimeter cylinder and I'm like, that's crazy. I've never seen a revolver chambered in nine millimeter paravellum before.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of them. There's still a couple of companies doing them. I know the Ruger still uh, chambers the, their LCR in in nine millimeter today. Um, Smith and Wesson makes a couple of versions, but uh, it's it's the it's the fringe of the production. It's not the bulk of the production. Being a rimless cartridge, it's not ideal for revolvers, but certainly there's right. uh, there's ways to do it, and uh, they're a lot of fun to shoot. Low recoil, good energy. And uh, it's that's cool to find an old piece like that. I love it.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, I, and it's it's beautiful. It's in really good condition. The only issue I had with it was the um, the, the extractor rod, the 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 fingertip part of it was broken off. And I managed to find a Blackhawk revolver extractor rod on eBay, and I bought that. And with a little bit of Dremel work, it worked just fine.
1: Yeah, able to get get it back in full condition. That's awesome. Beautiful.
2: Well, good luck,
0: yeah. Alec, and uh, enjoy it. Uh, nice to hear that uh, that you got that old firearm and put it all together. Glad to have you on board. If you've got questions, by the way, 874-9390. Toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Uh, and I'm going to put you off just a few more seconds here, Larry, because I want to talk about uh, another uh, uh, product in the firearms line. I know it's tough to get uh, am- ammo in, especially, uh, and things are way behind. How about things like optics? How are we doing with that?
1: Um there are categories in the optics world that are out of stock. Uh there are some that that are hard to get. Uh, certainly not as bad or as pervasive as it is in, in the firearm segment. Um but I, you know, I was I was the the one that shocked me the other day I was trying to re- restock some slings. I can't buy slings. You know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh the uh the the disruption in the supply chain has uh, has affected uh, virtually every category some worse than others uh, optics are uh you know there's a number available but um there's some that are just sold out and and not not gettable right now it's it's silly laser dots um quite a few are available again certainly some categories are uh, out of stock and no, no clue when we'll have them back
0: what do you for a laser site what do you what do, what do you
1: like um, with uh, with projected light lasers, I, I really stick with the Crimson Trace brand. Um, they they work well. They serve our customers well. Customers are happy with them. They're not the cheapest ones in the in the product category, but um, they're reliable and uh, you know they, they're they're efficient on batteries and uh, they hold zero well. So I really guide people into the uh, the, the Crimson Trace line for for weapons mounted projected light lasers. Uh, you know, I it's a most of the time
0: uh, when I'm out uh, target practicing, it's in the daylight, uh, and from a distance, uh, they're not particularly helpful for me. Would you know? Would green be better during the day or red at night, or is there any difference at all?
1: Many people's eyes can pick up the the green faster than they can the red. Uh, certainly, as as the as the daylight gets brighter and brighter, the the green is more visible for myself. You know, it's shooter's choice on that. Really, it's whichever one they pick up better. The green are um, not quite as efficient on battery, and they usually cost a little more. But uh, I I have a couple of of weapons mounted lights now, and uh, weapons mounted lasers. And uh, as my, it's a product I used to make fun of um, when I was younger, and didn't require my glasses quite as quite as much. uh, Didn't lean on those quite as much. I I like the downrange lasers. Um, It's a it's a good. A good supplement I I, um, I think it's important to have a, a good mastery of the iron sights um, because that laser at some point will not come on uh, they'll, they'll be you know I don't want that to be on the, the worst day of my life when I'm dependent on that on that battery device I, I still want to have a good good skill set with the iron sights on the gun but the the focal time between the threat the front sight and the rear sight <clears throat> as my eyes have aged takes longer for me to to get a, cl- a clear picture of, of of that, and you know, if I'm able to just focus at that threat distance and pick up that that green dot on it, I can I can engage that target faster.
0: So green, uh, you think uh, people catch that uh, a little bit faster than the red?
1: I certainly do, but again, it's shooter's choice on that. Um, and, what about uh, colorblind people? Does uh, does it affect them? We just don't sell to those people. <laughs> <We> just- <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, my, my son has some 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 color blindness, so we give him some grief. But uh, um, no, I, I would ass- I would assume there's one that they can see better than the other. It just again, it's it depends on the depends on the shooter. And right? one, more thing, one more thing,
0: one more thing. Well, we're talking options. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, like flashlights, things like that. I, I imagine those at least ought to be in.
1: Um, again, um, there's, there are some categories, some products that are, that are out of stock and some that are, that are still fully available. I'm a huge fan of the Streamlight products, uh, product line for flashlights. I love a weapons mounted flashlight, but when you mount a flashlight on a weapon, now our holster selection becomes a whole new challenge. Um, you know, my, my carry gun, I run a, um, a Trigicon RMR, um, uh, optical sorry, uh, red dot sight on the top of that uh, with Trigicon night sights, and I don't have a light on my on my carry gun I've got a light on my nightstand gun, but anytime we mount a flashlight on a, on a weapons platform, I always encourage people well practice and train with it, but also have a separate handheld light so that we can illuminate things that we are not pointing our muzzle at. Um, that's one of, the, one of my pet peeves: is people buy a you know a weapons-mounted light and then think that's the only illumination tool they need, and it is not because I don't want to have I don't want to point my gun at everything I want to shine my light at.
0: Yeah, you know the other thing, and I know this is probably silly of me to think about this, but if I've got a flashlight attached to the to the rail on the bottom of my handgun, mm-hmm. and I turn that on, the bad guy is going to reasonably assume. That if he aims for the flashlight, he's going to get me.
1: Yeah, there's some meat somewhere there right behind that flashlight that, that would be a, a, a target. Um, and that's, that's not wrong at all. Uh, but being able to identify the target that we're looking at and, and get you know a positive identification on that target, on that threat, is, is vital. So, again, it's, it's a training issue. And how we use that light um, to defend ourselves, I think, is a valuable tool.
0: All right. We got one more firearm. Then we got
1: more news that we will chat with Larry Whalen from Modern Arms. At the Brown
0: Station location. About on Gary and Gunn. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Larry did bring in another firearm, and I have uh, somehow managed to uh, take my time getting to it. But it's a great concealed carry. Uh, It's an M&P. Let's uh, let's talk about this, because M&P makes great great firearms.
1: Yeah, this is the Smith & Wesson M&P. Easy Shield 380. Um, so the, the M&P series is, is a great gun. The Easy series from, from Smith & Wesson has a very easy-to-load magazine. So they've added uh, loading tabs. You can pull the follower down so it's easy to put rounds in it. It has a very light recoil spring on the slide. So the slide return spring is very, very light. It's very easy to to load and unload. They've widened the very back of the of the slide. So there's a little ledge that you can grab a hold of. So this has, has been a great product. The one we have here is chambered in 380. They make the same gun in nine millimeter. And um, I'm out of those right now, but we have two of the 380s on the shelf. They sell it with a manual safety that this one has, a manual thumb safety on both sides of the gun. All of the Shield EZ series has a grip safety on the back of the uh, back strap. So as you grip the gun, it deactivates that that grip safety and you can buy it with or without that thumb safety. Three dot sights, very low recoil, very easy to shoot. Um, It is for the shooter that thought they might have to buy a revolver because of lack of hand strength. The Shield EZ series is a fantastic gun. Uh, easy to shoot easy to easy to load easy to buy um great gun from Smith & Wesson the M&P 380 EZ
0: I've told uh, a couple of friends of mine I I know some guys that are as old as Brian
1: whoa okay uh, and
0: and they well it, it hand strength and um <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I recommended that, that EZ uh, and actually, it was a, a buddy of mine whose wife was looking for one, yeah, uh, for a firearm that she could rack, and uh, that worked. So,
1: and it's because it is not a extremely subcompact gun. It, it's a it's a midsize compact gun. Um, it's very low recoil. Um, some of the like the the uh, oh the Ruger LCP, great little super subcompact, three eighty. Kind of abusive on recoil, even in 380. It's just so, there's not much to hold on to. The Smith & Wesson EZ series has a, a big enough grip frame, large enough slide, very low recoil. Super fun to shoot. Great. Yeah, it's, it it's a gun you'll be willing to practice with instead of just, you know, shoot once or twice and and uh, carry only instead of play with. This is a great, great range gun. Great, great for training, great for classes, great for uh, personal defense.
0: And you do have to practice. Yeah, uh, that is a perishable skill, uh, and you know the more often you can get out there, the better. I know it's a little tough right now because you can't get the ammo as easily as we used to, uh, but you know, go out there and and uh, run through a magazine or two, and just keep it fresh in your uh, in, in your daily routines, uh, weekly, monthly, whenever you can. Just get out there and do it because it really, really does make a difference. Speaking of that, um Bianchi's coming up,
1: right? Yeah, the Bianchi Cup is happening again this year. Um they uh took a hiatus last year, but they're the the, the Bianchi is on at Green Valley and um so it it's a, a great time for uh people to come out and be able to see absolute world class shooters uh right here in, in Columbia, Missouri shooting um a major competition and um the 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 skill level that you'll you'll see exhibited there is absolutely amazing. And You don't have to be a member to come out and see. No, spectators uh, are welcome. You just need to bring your your ear protection and your eye right. protection to be on the range.
0: Right. That's uh, I, definitely uh, you got to do that. But but boy, I'm I'm going to tell you, you're going to see some of the most incredible eye hand coordination. Uh, you're going to see some of those amazing shooters, and they come in from all over the world. Uh, and and by the way. Green Valley, it, it is just a great place to shoot.
1: It is, and uh, it's a value. Um, uh, you know, memberships are available, and it is it is a, a solid value. You know, it's just nice to have a place to shoot. And, um, you know, the, the, the wor- so wor- world class facility, absolutely.
0: They got so many ranges. You can be uh, steel plates, uh, barricade shooting, uh, paper targets. They got a rifle range. They just—it's just an all-around terrific place. So if you're out looking for somewhere to sh- and it's not an expensive uh, endeavor to join.
1: No, it, it's it's affordable. Um, and their website is GVShoot.com. GVShoot.com dot com to get yep. information about Bianchi Cup, as well as if if people are interested in monthly competitions, they host. Um, Action Pistol, Bullseye, IDPA, USPSA, I Corps, they have all kinds of, of monthly competitions that go on. Um and um, you know, you can you can join um and you don't even have to be a member to shoot the competitions. So and, it's and you a know, great facility.
0: And if, if you're new to the sport, uh these are some of the nicest people you're ever gonna meet.
1: No better place to find a mentor. Yeah um, because people that that shoot uh, certainly, people that shoot competitively they love to share their passion, and um, you know you'll you'll be able to to find make a connection with somebody that will uh, be a good personality match if if you're looking to uh, to come up with a, a mentor in in the shooting world. Green Valley is a great resource for that.
0: Uh, all right, let me move on because we do have a lot of other ground to cover. There was a a story that made the news uh, down in Plano, Texas, which is a, a suburb of Dallas. Where Black Lives Matter, people were blocking an intersection, uh, and this guy. There was a police officer there, but this guy got out of his car because he had been stuck in at this intersection for an, an unruly, and unusual, uh, a long, uh, unusually long time. And he got out of his car, and he was livid, and he went out and started challenging these people. He wanted them to move. He wanted this cop to move them out of the way uh and he he just he just exploded, and one of the Black lives Matter people, by the way, did brandish a firearm uh, so I'm gonna give my uh my tip on what I would do if I were at that intersection, stopped by this group. I would see if there is a way to turn around, even if I had to drive up on the lawn, or I would sit in my car and do nothing. I wouldn't get out of the car, I wouldn't challenge them, I wouldn't try to force my way through, Uh, unless there was some life uh, endangering threat, I would just try to get away otherwise or just sit there and be quiet. Getting out of your car, no matter how angry you are, no matter how wrong they are, particularly if you're a concealed carry permit holder, is just asking for trouble. Larry.
1: Um, I would uh, be right there with you, Gary. It, you know the um, the activists want the engagement; they really do. And I I would deprive them of that. Um, like you say, if if I'm if I'm aware of it uh, far enough ahead of time, pick a different route. If I'm um, you know unfortunately um, you know stuck in it, yeah, look for my look for a way to back out. Um, not getting out of the car, no. No, 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 no. Not, no, not no, getting no. out of the car. Um, you know, and, um, yeah, it's it's the wrong, yeah. just refuse to engage them. Yeah. Um,
0: that's, you know, the temptation, because you get frustrated. Yeah. They're breaking the law, they're stopping you, your time is, you know, this is, uh, you know, however long it is that you're never going to get back. Yep. Uh, and you want to get out there and rattle and throttle, uh, but it, it it's especially dangerous if you're a concealed carry permit holder, if something goes wrong. Uh, even the police officer, who is pretty vastly outnumbered, uh, was unwilling to engage. And I don't blame him. You know, I'm sure if something really untoward were to happen, he probably would have. But be patient. Uh, try and get out of there yeah. peacefully. Avoid it. Yeah.
1: Now, you know, that that whole thing gets turned on its edge when somebody uh, puts a brick through my window. Yeah. Um that that's yeah, that, now, that, the the whole threat dynamic changes.
0: Right. Now you've now you've got to take some action. Uh boy, who hasn't heard of smart guns? Hmm. Who's ever seen one? Not me. <laughs> we'll talk about it next. Carry on guns, hot talk, ninety three nine the Eagle. Hey, welcome. It is uh, forty nine minutes after the hour. Larry Wayland is in from Modern Arms at the Brown Station location. Yeah. And in New Jersey, they have uh, a, a personalized handgun authorization commission.
1: Mm.
0: And they're trying to design a smart gun. Uh, the state uh, commission is tasked with a- approving these uh, smart guns that will only work for authorized users. And they've actually come up with uh, a design. They've And they've got it on a 1911, which is uh, perhaps my favorite firearm. And the way this thing allegedly is going to work, uh, is that, uh, it will work with your grip. Uh, that's how the, it will know whether or not it's you or a stranger, uh, with their hands on the gun. I don't know. People's grip changes. How, I don't know. I don't know how they can think this is going to work, uh,
1: in the long run, um, well and and you know it's if it's um <clears throat> electronic it's it's going to be um b- battery driven so we've got a, a battery yeah, the- battery life issue we've got uh, a <laughs> battery dies you know, nobody
0: uses it or yeah, everybody uses Yeah w-
1: it. when was the last time I I tried to unlock something with my fingerprint and it took way too long for that to accept my 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 print I, I'm I'm not a fan I don't think it's um I don't think it's a um, I don't think it's the the way the market should go but um anti gunners seem to think that's a a good thing but yeah i'm i'm not not a fan
0: theoretically uh, a smart gun can oh. recognize its owner uh and it does that either with hand grips or fingerprints or some oh. radio signal that's you know there was one with a magnet i think you wore on your ring, a ring with a, it, it that was supposed to uh, keep the gun from uh being fired by the bad guy Mm-hmm. Uh the story at uh, nj.com the appeal can be summed up in one James Bond scene from Skyfall bad guy steals bond's gun bad guy tries to shoot bond gun won't fire because gun only works for bond uh bad guy eaten by komodo dragon
1: uh, <laughs> I, do, I I I love the bond series that's awesome Yeah uh, yeah some very creative ways for uh, villains to meet their demise Sean Connery right Oh I'm sure well isn't he the the james bond he's he's the james bond for me for sure
0: yeah brian doesn't doesn't like him because of his his uh, the way he led his personal life but i when i think james bond connery i think sean connery
1: yeah i never was a roger moore fan i'm sure i'm sure he did a great job but i just i couldn't get behind that
0: moore just was not bond no just wasn't connery yeah you're right he's wrong um Anyway, so they're looking to try to find uh, a smart gun out there that will work. They've been trying to do this for decades. They can't find it. It doesn't exist. It it seems to me the only way they're ever going to be able to to design a handgun uh, that can only be fired by its user is if they somehow connect the brain of the user to the gun. And I don't see that technology coming in the near future.
1: Mm, Uh,
0: Every one of them has a shortfall that will or potentially endanger the owner of the gun
1: yeah and you know it's it's just a a layer of, of technology that i don't want to have in my firearms um you know i there there's so much um well it, would that be hackable also is it is it smart enabled is it is it wi-fi is it Bluetoothed? can i you know do i have to have my phone in my pocket and you know
0: yeah if somebody has a, a jamming
1: signal am yeah. i going to be screwed do I, do I have to do i have to um enter a password and then um receive a, a te- dual text verification so that i can then activate my firearm i'm not uh, not going to put that la- layer of technology on uh, on the firearms thanks yeah.
0: and and the bad guys they're not going to get
1: those <laughs> guns. It's like, oh, I don't think we can buy that here. Well, no, Gary, if they make a law that says you have, you can only have a smart gun, then the, the criminals would all... Turn in their old-fashioned... Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Hey, listen, we want to rob the bank up the street. Can we turn this in and get a good, honest... Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina legislature, they uh, they have a bill that would allow holders of carry license to bear arms either openly or concealed... Uh, It's passed the state and the Senate. The open carry with training bill was amended uh, in the state Senate in a big way, scrapping the $50 application fee that all current applicants have to pay before they can receive a license. There's a part of me that thinks there should never be a fee from the state to get a permit to carry a firearm. I don't like the idea of, of getting a permit to begin with, but it seems to me, and Larry, you could chime in on this. Maybe you've got a different view. But it seems to me that the people who are most likely to be in a neighborhood that's uh, that poses a threat are the poorest people. They're the ones that are going to live. Uh, they're going to be least able to afford to throw fifty or a hundred bucks at getting a permit to defend themselves. And if it's the state that's doing the, you know, the the issuing, and clearly it is, then. Why are we taking it out of their pocket? Why are we making it harder for them to defend themselves?
1: Does that make sense? It it does. I, I appreciate your argument completely. But, you know, just to make it that much more absurd, um, you know, what if the, those people in, in that community um, also had to... You know before they prayed to the god of choice they had to fill out an application provide identification wait for a federal background check and then they get blessed okay now now you can exercise your first amendment you know there's so many restrictions on on what shall not be infringed um, that we've accepted I I just am reluctant to accept more uh, more restrictions and more licensing it's it's a you know it's outside the purview of the Constitution uh, when they when they require the the permit and the licensing um. yeah
0: it, you wouldn't expect to get a, a a permit or a license to practice your religion uh, or freedom of the press you wouldn't expect to have to get a license or a permit or to take a test um, you know we we expect the Constitution to be honored it rarely is uh, and this is another case of it i would I would love for this new Supreme Court to recognize uh, what that Second Amendment does, why it's there, and how it's supposed to work. Uh, but I don't have a, a great deal of faith that it will. But I do believe that we are going to get some protection from the uh, anti-Second anti Amendment states, like New York and uh, California and, and a few others, uh, because I think that this court is finally ready to lean into the argument. We know there are a couple of cases pending uh, that that they're going to take, uh, and fortunately, with Amy Coney Barrett, Roberts isn't a threat. Yeah, um, and and that's he really has been the threat. N- nobody can trust him anymore. It sounds odd to say about a Supreme Court justice,
1: but well, you he he doesn't want to get disinvited to all the all the parties in Washington. Come on,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I, what his uh, his concern, I guess, is. Uh, is historically will they look back and say he had an unbiased court? Uh, but it has turned him into a, uh, a a guy without conviction, and and nobody nobody wanted to take any of these uh, these kinds of cases as long as the the court was so evenly divided because they were sure he'd come off on the wrong side. Travis on Facebook, I agree with fingerprint my safe is fingerprint i have to make sure my fingers don't have glue on them <laughs> yeah well uh, try that while you're trying to defend yourself larry whalen modern arms brown station location stop by there and look at some of the firearms he brought in whatever it is a knife that you want go on get it don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap you make it happen seize the day Carpe diem. gwen valley <laughs> gwen baby honey i'm coming home